this is Dr. Michael Hogue, and you've tuned into my new podcast, Stroke Self-Help. This is episode number one. In this first episode, I'll expand a few minutes to introduce myself. The first thing I'd like to share is that it gives me a lot of satisfaction to help people. This has been both a blessing and a curse. It's clear why a strong inner desire to help people is a blessing. It has been a curse because just about everyone I help ends up becoming a cherished friend, and I had to get some perspective in place in order to allow me to also support my family while serving these wonderful people I grew to love so much. I was a very ambitious child and scholastically very strong. My birthday was days after the state's cutoff to begin kindergarten, so I was forced to remain at home one extra year. Being the oldest member of my class was a sore spot for me, and so in third grade I convinced the school to allow me to test out of third grade. I spent about three hours in the principal's office taking a multiple choice test that covered everything a third grader should know. The next day, someone from the office appeared in my classroom, asked me to step out, and then she directed me to my new fourth grade classroom. That was the first time I skipped a grade. I also skipped fifth grade, well, uh, sort of, it's a long story. And I had completed my high school graduation requirements by the end of my 11th grade year, while also having completed two full semesters of college enrolled concurrently. Undergraduate college was a breeze for me, and I actually completed a traditional bachelor's degree in only two calendar years. The community colleges would only allow me to register for a certain number of credit hours each given term. To get around that, I was actually attending three different colleges for most of the two years while getting my bachelor's degree. I later completed my doctorate degree at a chiropractic school, two years of postdoctorate training in a cutting edge and scientifically leading field called clinical neuroscience. And I also studied at Harvard University for two years in which I designed computer software that restores brain function. I was in a serious accident when I was 13, in which I sustained a very serious traumatic brain injury. Even though the brain injury did not interfere with my scholastic abilities, it impacted me deeply, and I was driven to find answers and solutions. For the past 15 years, I have been helping people with all manner of neurological conditions, mostly including spinal nerve root injuries, learning disorders, autism, and strokes. Recently, I decided to dedicate myself to strokes only. However, it's possible that I will later expand this to traumatic brain injuries as well, since they're so similar to strokes. The primary reason for me deciding to focus only on strokes is first, because it gives me so much fulfillment to see the impossible come true over and over again. And second, because there's approximately 800,000 strokes every year in the United States, with 140,000 of those um, dying, that leaves 660,000 people who remain alive and will need help. That's enough to keep me busy for the remainder of my life.
I can anticipate that you might have uh, some questions about this. You may wonder if I work in a hospital or if not a hospital exactly, how do I get involved? Actually, you have an excellent point. A stroke is most likely to be treated at a hospital. After the patient is discharged from the hospital, they are likely to be taken directly to a long-term acute care facility. The patient will remain there while highly skilled professionals will do everything they can to rehabilitate the stroke. And this will usually last for months until the long-term acute care facility has determined that all the rehabilitation that is possible has been achieved. At this point, the family will be instructed regarding home lifestyle modifications and the patient will be sent home expecting a substantially limited life from that point on. This is actually where I come into the picture. They know that your loved one's brain is stuck in dysfunction and that nothing more can be done to restore beyond what they've already done. They also know that there is only a very short window of potential recovery following a stroke, maybe three to six months, and that they confidently assured you that the window of opportunity is now passed, that the period of hope for recovery has been spent. But these misconceptions have been solidly disproven by neuroscience for more than two decades. And this is the reason why Eric Kandel won the new Nobel Prize in 2000. I'm not talking about some kind of eccentric group that thinks the world is actually shaped like a pizza dish. I'm talking about thousands of dedicated neuroscientists, medical doctors, and other professionals who have dedicated their lives to brain recovery and have found solutions, including me. I've decided that the best way I can help is by providing a stroke self-help subscription for caregivers of stroke survivors. The brain is extremely complex as is brain treatment. But what I've done is I've simplified the process so much so that just about anyone can do it. The cost for access to my subscription is $225 per month. However, in the very first month, you can obtain the information you need to make a serious impact for good in the life of the stroke survivor whom you love. If you subscribe for only one month and that subscription leads you to help your loved one get his arm function back, I would be totally thrilled with that. And you may cancel any time without penalty. What a good feeling it would give me to know that I was the catalyst that allowed these changes to happen. My assumption is that you will want to keep the subscription partly because you're so thankful for what I've done and you just want to show your support and appreciation and partly because you know that I will continue to, to, to deliver new and exciting content to the members area each month, which you know you don't want to miss. But it also makes me feel good to know that maybe $225 is all you can afford Maybe it's more than you could afford and you had to borrow money to gain access to my subscription. This is another reason I feel so good about what I'm offering. 
for those of you who can only afford to stay for one month, I'm able to deliver the information you need to permanently impact change in your loved one's life. How wonderful is that? And think about the cost. The medical treatment has already costed thousands upon thousands of dollars, much of which was most likely covered by insurance. However, they've already told you they can't facilitate any further recovery. So for the type of service that I'm offering, you can't even pay them for it. There's no price. There are, of course, other scientists, medical doctors, and professionals who know something about rehabilitating your loved one's brain. But the first issue is this. How can you know in advance if they have the same types of skills, knowledge, and experience that I have. In other words, how do you know it will really work? And the second issue is, of course, price. Will the insurance cover it? The long-term acute care facility has already declared with full authority that no further recovery is possible. Even though we know this is wrong, the insurance company is likely to deny any other treatment options. Now we're talking about uh, theoretically three to six months of therapy with a minimum of two hours per day, six days per week. The average hourly rate for this level of service is probably around $300 per hour. So crunching the numbers uh, together, that ranges from $43,000 to $86,000. In the real world, especially without insurance accepting the coverage, these services would need to be offered at a more affordable price. And so whoever's offering the service would come up with some creative ways to reduce overall expenses and make it more affordable. This kind of care would also require a substantial lifestyle commitment from you. And while the total cost might not be quite as high as I mentioned, I'm reasonably certain that it would be at least $20,000. The subscription I am offering will allow you to get the same result as the $20,000 service if you are willing to dedicate two hours of your time each day, five to six days per week, for at least three months. If you can make that type of time commitment for your loved one, think about it. Not $86,000, not $43,000, not even $20,000. You can restore brain function to your loved one for as little as $225. And you can even cancel after your first month if you need to. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. It was a pleasure introducing myself, and I look forward to talking to you soon, sharing more information about things that you can do to help your loved one.